Hey guys, welcome to Multiplay. It's a DocuDarko.com podcast and I'm Doc. It's been a minute. I haven't been on for a while. Um, I've been busy playing games, writing about games and all that sort of stuff uh, and technology, of course. Uh, but one of the big things I've done recently is I got to have a chat with Quentin Karege, who's the associate producer on Ubisoft's massive title, Mario and Rabbit's Sparks of Hope. Now, he also worked as a project coordinator um, for Mario and Rabbit's Kingdom Battle, which I have to say is hands down, no lie, one of my favorite games on the Nintendo Switch. The thing I love the most about it is that it's a strategy game that anyone can pick up and play. The other thing I love about it is just the comedy and humor throughout it. The Mario characters and the Rabbids characters all coming together in one universe, and it's a little bit irreverent and bizarre. So I got to sit down and ask him a stack of questions about the making of the game and, of course, the release of Mario and Rabbids Sparks of Hope that they've been working on for around the last five years. So please excuse me if I do fanboy out a little bit in this conversation. The game's out now, and of course, this conversation happened prior to the game coming out, but I can tell you it is an absolute blast and well worth playing on your Nintendo Switch. So here is my chat with Quentin Karige, the associate producer on Mario Marion Rabbids Sparks of Hope. You must be very excited. You've got Sparks of Hope just about to be released. Um, you, of course, worked on the first game as well. And you you must be ecstatic in, in the way that that first game was received. I often refer to it as a game um, for people who are just getting their Nintendo Switches. Uh, it, it's in my top five easily of games that are must-own titles on that. And it was just such a, a different and brilliant approach to to using Mario and Rabbits. Can you tell me a bit about how that came about in the first place? The first one, so the, the original uh, concept idea uh, was coming from uh, Ubisoft Milan. I think a lot of people know our creative director, uh, Davide Soliani, who worked in, in the team to, to create a specific prototype. They knew they wanted to do something with the Rabbits and with the Mario characters, and they tried to go in very different directions and really trying to do something that has never been done before with the, the Mario characters. So they had several prototypes, and one of them was what became uh, Mario plus Rabbit Kingdom Battle, so uh, a tactical uh, tactical game. They went and presented it to uh, Nintendo, who really liked it. They really liked the idea, and they especially really liked the fact that it was indeed something really new that was never been done before. And that basically kickstarted uh, the relationship. Very soon, the Ubisoft Paris team came uh, on board on the project, uh, and we worked the two teams uh, on various aspects of the game in what we call a, a co-lead development, of course, alongside the, the, the supervision uh, and the consents of uh, Nintendo. And uh, yeah, I, I, you are perfectly right. The, the, the game was a secret for a lot, for a long time. It was um, uh, quite hard for us to, uh, well, basically, we were heads on uh, on the, 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 the project. It was very hard to take a step back on what we were doing because we couldn't show or share anything with the yeah. rest of the world. And when finally uh, we were able to announce the game at E3 and we saw the, the, the reception uh, that was actually uh, very, very positive. And after that, of course, when the game released uh, and the, the, the feedbacks were overwhelmingly positive, it's I'm really glad to hear that it's in your top five and it's something that we regularly hear as well, even now, five years after the, the, the release, uh, that it's still considered one of the best Switch games. So it's great, but at the same time, it also came with a, a cost of 
uh, yeah. responsibility. Uh, like, okay, now we need to do even better uh, for, for the next one. Uh, so that's what we try to do. Personally, I think we managed to do uh, for the, the last five years. Well, can you tell me a bit about that, about how the next one, the Sparks of Hopes, builds on the brilliant game that was um, Kingdom Battle? So, yeah, back to the release of Kingdom Battle, of course, Player feedbacks are really important for us, so it was important to understand what players really enjoyed about the first one, what they ne didn't necessarily uh, enjoy as much. Um, and very early, we realized that what players seems to enjoy the most, and which was something that we brought new on the table of the tactical genre, is what I would say the the freedom and the dynamism of the movement. In a lot of tactical games, you have a movement phase, but it's usually to go from point A to point B. Sure, uh, yep. And what we try to do in Kingdom Battle is really make that movement phase much more relevant and dynamic. So in Kingdom Battle, you could dash an enemy, team jump on one of your teammates, take a pipe, etc., etc. Yeah, and, yeah. and that was really fresh, really new, and player really enjoyed that. So we knew that was our core X factor on the yeah, sure. on the yep. first one. So we decided to build upon that even further in the Donkey Kong uh, Adventure expansion. Yeah, the DLC, uh, this yep. time, yeah, lots even more freedom on the movement. You had Donkey Kong that could uh, grab an enemy, throw it on another enemy. Um, or take dandelions to move around um, faster in the battle. And once again, the feedbacks were extremely positive. So very early when we finished, uh, when we released the Donkey Kong expansion, we, the, the team almost jumped in a couple of days uh, in the, the, the early development of Sparks of Hope. And very soon we knew that the same. We wanted to go even further in terms of dynamism and, and movement. So we made lots of different prototypes of what we could improve uh, there. And we, we, we were always thinking, I remember the feedback, it was, okay, it, it's not enough. We, we, we need to really push the boundaries even, even further. Uh, and at some point, I don't remember ex exactly, but <laughs> someone suggested, okay, but uh, do we really need a grid? I mean, yeah, sure, we are tactical games, but do we really need a grid? Do we really need to control a cursor? Why not just try at least to give the, the direct control to the characters, to the player, and see what yeah. happens? And so we try that. And the, the very first minutes of gameplay from everyone involved in the team, of course, it was not perfect yet because we needed to adapt the, the whole system to that. But instantaneously, we realized that, okay, now we got something that is uh, indeed based on the foundations of the Mario plus Rabbit. Uh, brand, but at the same time, that really brings something that has almost never been seen before in a in a tactical game. So the main defense factor on the combat side, at least for the game, which is the main pillar uh, of uh, Sparks of Hope, we are mainly a, a, a combat game, uh, is this real-time control uh, of the character during the, the movement phase, which brings Great. a lot of dynamism and freedom uh, yeah. to, to, to the way we play this, uh, this tactical game. Like we talk a lot about it being a tactical game, but you've managed to make it accessible to non-tactical players. <laughs> like I'd played a little bit of XCOM and stuff like that before, but not not heavily into it. And and when I picked up Kingdom Battle for the first time, and and, and game, I can't wait to get my hands on Sparks of Hope, it, it really felt like a different game and enjoyable in a way that I hadn't played in a tactical game before. Was that important for you to make it accessible to non-tactical players? Yeah, more than uh, more than important. It, well, uh, it was one of our core intention, but at the same time, 
as always, it was also coming uh, uh, at a cost because building a game that can uh, that hardcore tactical veterans player can enjoy at the same time as newcomers, uh, of course, uh, it's a it's a challenge. But it was crucial for us. Uh, it was really important that any players, any age, and any uh, experience in the tactical genre uh, could um, uh, could enjoy. Of course. So we had lots of back and forth, especially iterating on the difficulty curves, uh, the, the onboarding of the game, and of course, the overall setting that is extremely uh, joyful uh, and chaotic uh, with the rabbits, the Nintendo characters, uh, etc. And I, I'm, I'm glad that you say that every time I hear someone that tell me, I'm, you know, usually I'm not really into tactical games. I've tried a couple before, but I, I never really got hooked. But I put my hands on the Kingdom Battle, and now I'd really like uh, at, at least I really like Kingdom Battle, but it's even better when they say, and now I even start to play other tactical games. The, the, it's like a gateway knowing, game, isn't it? Exactly. The, the yeah. <laughs> that, that we were a gateway, a door to a new audience to the tactical genre, because most mm. of the people in the team, of course, uh, are, of course, we are Mario fans, uh, but more than that, we're also tactical games fans. So uh, it, it's really a, a source of pride to know that we managed to onboard a new audience uh, in, in, in this field. What I love about the game too is it blends two um, genres of, of IP together that wouldn't normally go together. Like the Rabbids are such irreverent and, 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 and at times risque type characters and the Mario characters are sort of more of that that normal Nintendo fun cartoon. So bringing them to the two together really adds a different flavor. What's it like coming up with the stories around around those two interactions? Well, I, I think it's mainly a matter of uh, of, of balance. It was hard, uh, not necessarily hard, but I would say challenging to find the right balance between those two iconic IPs and universes. We didn't want the game to be too much rabbit. Uh, we didn't want the, the game to be too much Mario, Nintendo, Mushroom Kingdom. So we had a lot of iteration and back and forth uh, of course, within the team, but also in collaboration with Nintendo to, to find the, the perfect balance. And, and, and for the first one, this is mainly what we uh, focused on. How much can we bring of the chaos of the rabbits, not just in, in the characters, but in, in the whole world as well? Uh, and how can they interact uh, with the, their, their Nintendo uh, counterpart? Uh, and, and I think that what I really enjoyed about the first one is the game is more than the just the sum of the two universes. There, there is really something even better that it's created by the interactions of those two. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and we see the, how, how Mario and, and Peach interact with the, the, the rabbits, and the rabbits also evolved uh, the, in the first one. It's, it's the rabbits that most likely have the, the, the most uh, personalities that we, uh, that we ever created. Uh, and so going to the second one, uh, to, to Sparks of Hope, uh, once again, ambitions, ambitions. So it was really important for us to go even further. So really, we really pushed the boundaries uh, and the relationship with those characters uh, even further. On the rabbit side, uh, they have uh, now even more personalities. We, we are, are really proud to finally uh, uh, be able to voice also uh, all the rabbits characters that now out there, their own voices that really brings a lot uh, in terms of um, in terms of personality. And, and of course, you've um, you've taken them into space now, so they've they've gone off into onto another planet where they they bump into some characters from Super Mario Odyssey. Can you tell me a bit about the story there? The overall Sparks of Hope experience is taking place in in the same Mario plus Rabbids universe from the the first one, but it's a completely different story. Of course, you will meet some characters. Uh, that you that you encountered in the first one, uh, but this time it, it's not just uh, one kingdom that is uh, under threat. It's the whole galaxy. 
there is a new uh, entity that is called uh, Cursa, and the, 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 the goal of Cursa is to absorb the whole energy of the, of the galaxy. And it is especially attracted to the, the pure form of energy that, um, yeah, that are inside the sparks. The sparks are the small creatures that are born out of the, the, the merge of the Lumas from uh, Mario Galaxy uh, and, and the, the rabbits. So our heroes uh, are going to need to onboard on a galactic adventure this time, taking their spaceship and go from planet to planet to defeat Cursa's uh, army uh, and get rid of our, uh, uh, malevolent uh, effect on the on the planet. Yeah, and the stakes are much higher this time, so it's, it, it looks like a much bigger and and, and 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 beautiful game. So we're really looking forward to playing it. You've already announced some some DLC for it, which which seems like odd because the game's not even out yet but we're already excited to see one of the greatest video game characters of all time join the game rayman um how do you feel about that well if you ask me personally uh i cannot be happier about i i, I think really uh, and that that's not a, a way of saying it i i think that rayman is one of the main reason i'm working at ubisoft right now it's it's the first game that i ever played on my old uh, uh father pc and i played it a lot so i personally am a huge rayman fan uh, so I cannot be happier to finally be able to work uh, on a on a Rayman experience. Of course, and as you mentioned, the game is not even released. So even for us, uh, right now we have a kind of blurry idea of exactly what those DLCs will be. We know where we want to go, but of course we we didn't really start to work on them now. Our focus is on making sure that the, the game release uh, in the, the best state possible. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But it's amazing to, to finally uh, be able to, to work on a Rayman experience. So the, the, this third uh, DLC, uh, of course, we cannot take, tell too much about it. Uh, <laughs> but it, it will be a new adventure that will finally see the, the, the reunion of Rayman and the rabbits. And yeah. that's really a, a, a joy. Uh, Working with these big IPs and obviously having multiple masters, you, 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 you're talking to Ubisoft and you're talking to Nintendo, does it make you think, hey, maybe what we could do is expand the rabbits even further and bring in another IP at some point and put the rabbits up against them? So what would be your dream scenario to put uh, the rabbits up against any video game character of all time? I, I would have to go... Uh personally uh because of course uh for for the for the whole team and uh, and ubisoft in general right now the focus is on uh mario plus rabbits i i will have to think a bit about this one uh, <laughs> I, I would love to see uh and maybe that's a bit uh, of my inner fine boy but uh, really I, I would love to see the rabbits interacting a bit more also with a uh, very uh, famous ubisoft uh ips interaction right. between the, the the worlds maybe of uh uh, very serious Ubisoft games, and I think that the the, the rabbits, or whether it's Tom Clancy's franchise or Assassin's Creed, of course. But I, I think we could also really bring something fresh with once again the chaos, the humor of the rabbits, uh, versus the the seriousness uh, that that could come uh, from uh, other famous uh, Ubisoft brands. Love to see him in Rainbow Six. That'd be amazing. <laughs> He's so good. Yeah. Um, so it's a brilliant looking game. We're really looking forward to, to playing it, and uh, congratulations. Like it's one thing to build. An amazing first game to get the opportunity to go out and do it all over again must just feel like such an empowerment so so congratulations thank you very much the the, the result the whole team is really really excited we have been working on this project for uh, a bit more than five years now five years now and finally be able to see the the, the feedbacks from the the, the players uh, and even myself personally be able to finally play it in my living room on my switch i i can't wait so yeah we are really really happy and excited about that 
So there we have it. There's my chat with Quentin Carrigo, who worked on Marion Rabbids Sparks of Hope. Now, you obviously stayed around to the end, so you might have liked that. So subscribe to the podcast now and head to DockyDucko.com for more gaming and tech news, as well as competitions and stuff like that. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen.